Alrighty, I'm going to cut right to the chase here. We are going through our first mock draft for the 2023 fantasy football season. Welcome into another episode of the Fantasy Football Fellas Podcast. As always, I am your host, Lucas Wenzel, and I am joined by my fellow co-hosts, Cameron Lawrence and Tyler Plath. We are going to put our recently released projections to the test today, head to head to head in a mock draft. Now, if you're asking Lucas, where can I get said projections? I want to see everything that you all are drafting off of today. That is a great question. We just dropped our draft guide four days ago. Well, four days ago from recording, five days from ago from when you get this episode. Uh, You can get that down in the link of the description of the audio podcast or YouTube video you are watching. We are super excited. We have tons of great updates coming to that this season, uh, including videos on over 100 players, plus rankings on over 250 players. Is it two, is, are we have 275, 300? Do we have a confirmed number? 245 is what we're officially at. Okay, so right Just about 250. 250. Yep. Right about 250. You can get that down the link of the audio or down the description of the audio podcast or YouTube video you are listening to. Uh, fellas, I'm not going to keep the people waiting. Um, mm-hmm. I promised a mock draft. There's no need to keep them waiting for said mock draft. Uh, you know what? Let's dive in. All right, now that we've done all of our fancy camera work, we're going to dive in to a 12-man PPR mock draft. One quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end. Uh, I believe two flex positions, four bench players, 12 rounds. We're going to mock draft for you here. Uh, I believe I have the four. Cameron has the six. Tyler has the nine. Did I miss anything? Or can we just dive on it? Because I really, really want to mock draft. I'm ready to smash you two in this mock draft. Oh, I don't think it's going to (laughs) happen. We'll see. Uh, Let's begin. We'll be breaking down our picks live as they happen. Let's get started. At the 101, Justin Jefferson, Austin Eckler, Christian McCaffrey to me. At the 104, um, this is pretty easy for me. This is pretty easy. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jamar Chase. He is my wide receiver two on the season. He was on pace for 190 targets last season. Um, I think he has a legit chance to be the overall wide receiver one this year. We're talking about like as sure a thing as you can get at the wide receiver position. We're gonna start to see those wide receivers creep up this year because they're more certain than these running backs. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and bet on Jamar Chase. uh, And Jonathan Taylor went right after me. Cameron, to you, um, you tipped your hand uh, to us before we started, and your guy fell right to you. But I'm curious if you're going to choose somebody else here. I'm actually really struggling now that I look at it because my (laughs) rankings, Cooper Cup is a wide receiver three, but I have my scoring. Saquon Barkley is my running back two. And Travis Kelsey is clearly my tight end one. And I could go a plethora of different ways. And I don't really know what I want to do, right? We've been doing so many best ball drafts that for me, this isn't even a choice because Saquon Barkley will most likely fall to that next round. I guess maybe not this far, but he's so much farther down the draft for than Cooper Cub. But I think actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to go Travis Kelsey here. Since I like this is a mock draft to try something, you know, something, something that I probably wouldn't do in a normal redraft league. And just in case Tyler wanted Travis Kelsey, hoping that he'd fall to him, I want to make sure I get him here. I'm glad I was totally hoping for that. 
I know he was. Off the board afterwards, Cooper Cup did go. Then Saquon Barkley. So all three of Cameron's guys went bang, 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 right in a row. Ty comes to you here. Uh, this is a very interesting point in the draft because there's some pretty safe wide receivers on there. But, man, if you want to snag a running back, now is the time to probably do it. Yeah, Derrick Henry, Bijan Robinson are sitting right there. And I also like Josh Jacobs. But I'm going to wait on running back because I've got the I've got the first pick in the second round between the three of us. And at this point in the board, there is a running back that's right around that range that I like a little bit better. So for now, I'm going to go with wide receiver. I'm going to go Tyreek Hill. I am then setting myself up for a nice little stack then with Tua also. And Tua was on pace for 5,000 yards. And Tyreek out-targeted Jalen Waddle by, over, by about 50 targets or so last year. So getting the wide receiver one in the Miami offense is something that I want on my fantasy team. Yeah, I, I don't think you can go wrong with Tyreek Hill there. I, I absolutely love him this year. I think he's a top five lock. Derrick Henry, Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams, and Bijan Robinson on the turn. Josh Jacobs, C.D. Lamb, Ty, back to you. And I think I know exactly who you're going with here, and I don't blame you one bit. I am drinking the Kool-Aid of <laughs> Pollard this year. I currently have Tony Pollard satted to be my RB3 uh, on the year. And to get him in the second, I am – feeling pretty good and and there's nothing to say that that's a for sure thing but i like the value with pollard in the in the second this year i absolutely love tony pollard there like that would be my dream start in a redraft i think is being able to snag one of those top tier wide receivers right away and then get tony pollard because yeah i am drinking all the kool-aid as well on tony pollard this year nick chubb josh allen went afterwards cameron back to you here uh still got some pretty pretty sweet wide receiver names on the board here yeah, I was really hoping Nick Chubb would fall to me. I wanted to go running back here, really get that down, but I just don't think I can pass up A.J. Brown mid-second round. He was no. a guy last year who had double-digit touchdowns. He was the clear favorite for Devont or for Jalen Hurts in big play situations in the red zone. He was a guy that Jalen Hurts continuously looked to. So I'm going to snag A.J. Brown here. And according to my <sighs> rankings... I have him as my wide receiver eight right now. So I think that's a pretty good value. Um, he's barely behind seven and six. So I do like that there. Jalen Waddle went off the board next. I'm going to do some homework here because there's two names I really like on the board right now. Uh, one of them is Amon Ross St. Brown. Actually, I, I like I like three names on the board. Amon Ross St. Brown. I like Mark Andrews. I like Brees Hall. And you know what I am going to name four? I like Garrett Wilson too. Mm. Um, and I really don't want to play the ADP game and, and get sniped on um, any of those guys. Oh. Here's the thing. I think I like more of the wide receivers coming mm. after the turn. So I'm going to go ahead. Oh, you know what? I'm checking, my, I'm checking my rankings as I speak because I truly want to be able to pick the player who I think is going to bring me the most value. I'll tell you what, it's not going to be Mark Andrews. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. I, I talked myself into it. Wide receivers after the turn, I'm going to go Brees Hall. I, we, we can't just ignore that Brees Hall was the running back six before his injury last year. Yep. I get he's coming off of a clean ACL tear. I 100% get it. I get that running backs coming off of that injury aren't as effective their first year back. That being said, Brees Hall is that dude. He is different. 
we're talking about a guy who had a perfect uh, score, uh, college athletic score coming into the draft, 99 overall. Uh, I can't remember the exact number of how many players it was, but we're talking about a darn near perfect prospect coming out of college. Are we just going to forget how elite this dude was? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't care. Like he's my running back 11 this year. I think that's perfect. And frankly, if, if I think he could outperform running back 11 this year. So to pair that with, with Jamar chase, I'm, I'm pretty thrilled with that start. I'm on Ross St. Brown, Travis Etienne, Ramondre Stevenson, Jalen hurts on the turn, Patrick Mahomes, Garrett, Wilson, and now back to me. I lied. I'm going to go Mark Andrews here now. Um, I said I was going to target a wide receiver, but I want to go tight. And I'm going to go ahead and get a positional advantage. Uh, He's one of, I mean, Travis Kelsey is clearing away the positional advantage that you want. But Mark Andrews, man, he's he's clearing away my tight end too. Um, There's a little bit of space there before you get to TJ Hawkinson. But if this this Baltimore Ravens offense is going to chuck the ball around a little bit more this year, Lamar has said they're going to chuck it around a little bit more. That's only to the benefit of Mark Andrews. I don't think we're going to get a 20... Is that 2021 Andrews with the tight end one overall? I don't think we're going to get that kind of a Mark Andrews season, but I'm expecting a darn good season from Mark Andrews with Lamar Jackson getting paid. Uh, I will go ahead and, and take that nice start of Jamar Chase, Brees Hall, and Mark Andrews. Najee Harris went next. Cameron, to you now. Travis Kelsey, A.J. Brown is your start. Um, you're looking to target more wide receivers here. Uh, there's a few running backs in this range I yeah. know you like. What, what are you thinking? I do like T. Higgins, DK Metcalf. They are the next two on the ADP board. But the guy I'm going to go with is Mr. Aaron Jones. And that is because Aaron Jones is actually my player 18 on my uh, big board currently ahead of A.J. Brown. I have I have Aaron Jones way up on my list, and that's because I think he is going to score a ton of fantasy points this season. Right? Last season he saw – he outcarried um, AJ, AJ Dillon by a wide margin. I think it was 20 or 30 carries almost. He was the most efficient. We've seen him averaging over five yards a carry, put up 1,100 yards, and I think it was 213 rushing attempts. He didn't find the end zone. That's why it felt disappointing. I think he had five total touchdowns all of last season, which obviously is going to be disappointing. And maybe it doesn't come up this year because they don't have Aaron Rodgers. But for me, the big thing is I don't believe in Christian Watson. I don't. And I know Tyler definitely does. But I don't, so I think Aaron Jones is going to see an insane amount of targets, and that's why I really sneaky like Aaron Jones this season. I shouldn't even say sneaky. I like love Aaron Jones this season, and it's very clear in my rankings. Yeah, you can't say sneaky like when he is the 18th player on your big board ahead of A.J. Brown, who you took in the second round. That's That's insanely high. So you're not concerned about the touchdown regression because that's what concerns me. I'm concerned Aaron Jones is only going to score six touchdowns this year, four on the ground, two in the air. Uh, I can pull up exactly what I have him at, but um, that is my big concern with Aaron Jones. I mean, he's my running back 11, but I don't, I guess I do have him scoring nine touchdowns on the year. So I do have him like positively regressing in that way, man, 18th on your big board though. That's, that's crazy in my mind. Uh, Yeah. I mean, this is just, I should say flex wise. That is um, flex. Okay. Flex wise. That, that, that makes more sense. I'm like, but yeah, quarterbacks. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But, I do think he's going to find the end zone again. He's a guy who had scored a lot of touchdowns these last few seasons, but down a little bit. But before that, um, he is a guy who has found the end zone. So I think he's going to get back to that this season, at least a little bit. So Cameron's start is Travis Kelsey, A.J. Brown, Aaron Jones. <clears throat> Excuse me. D.K. Metcalf, Devonta Smith off the board next. Ty, 
to you now. Uh, you got a wide receiver running back start, two of your favorite guys this offseason. Who are you looking to target now? T. Higgins is at the top of the board here, but he's not the one that I'm going to go with. I'm going to go Chris Olave. I've got yeah. Chris Olave as a fringe top 12 wide receiver this year. And, you know, I there's I, I do have some uncertainty about the amount of touchdowns that he could have this year with Jamal Williams now in town in the backfield. And then you've got Michael Thomas, who's who seemed to be the red zone threat last year. Um, but the big thing is I'm going to bet a lot on these sophomore wide receivers just taking a big step forward and Chris Olave certainly checks that box off so getting him as my wide receiver too and as I said having him as a fringe I actually have him as my wide receiver 12 in my wide receiver rankings I feel like for a third round pick as my wide receiver two, that's a home run the closer we get to the start of the season the I think I'm going to become more hot and bothered by by Chris Olave mm-hmm. I look he thrived on the deep ball last year we're talking about a guy who was top 12 in air yards averaged at the target. He, he was getting the targets downfield, played 15 games, totaled over a thousand receiving yards. You now get Derek Carr who threw the deep ball the fifth most times last year. Like that is like, that's, that's a sophomore leap waiting to explode for Chris mm-hmm. Olave. I absolutely love that. The closer we get to the start of the season, the more and more I'm going to want to draft Chris Olave. Mm-hmm. Ken Walker, Debo Samuel, T Higgins, Joe Mixon on the turn, Dalvin cook, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, Tyree Kill, Pollard, Chris Olave, Ty, that's your start. Fourth uh, fourth pick here for you. Uh, what, where are you looking to target now? DeAndre Hopkins is right there, and that's a fascinating one to me because if he lands in the right situation, that could also be an excellent pick. But I, I'm going to take my wide receiver 17, Mr. Keenan Allen here. I think with Kellen Moore coming over to, to the Chargers and Justin Herbert, who has put up a top three fantasy quarterback finish before, Keenan Allen as the wide receiver one in this offense could have a serious, serious rebound after his injury applied season last year. So, I mean, that's three really solid wide receivers that, again, are in my top 20. Some are in my top 12. I'm very, very happy with those three wide receivers. Yeah, if you can go ahead and just stack three of your top 20 wide receivers with your first four picks, I'm doing that every day of the week, and you get a hero running back on top of that. Like, this is why hero running back is my favorite strategy in fantasy football. You go ahead and get your elite guy that you want right away, and you just load up everywhere else because running backs, like, they run thin. If, if you have one of them, you're automatically competing. If you can beat your opponents everywhere else, but you have that one running back, that one edge up on them, like a Tony Pollard could potentially be this year, I, it, it's clear in a way the best strategy in my mind. My goodness, I'm going to need water. Cameron, go ahead and <laughs> explain your pick. Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, Kyle Fitz off the board next. Explain your pick while I go try and um, save my throat here. My goodness. I personally think that this is a really easy pick for me, and that is because I am – probably outrageously high on this wide receiver and that is mr amari cooper who i will gladly take here the wide receiver 10 for me this season which sounds really high but he was a wide receiver nine last year i expect a huge um jump from deshaun watson back towards what we've saw um pre everything was what we'll call it um everything (laughs) 
And so I think if, stuff. if he can become even 75, 80% of that, you know, I mean, he's still a top half quarterback, which I think would be great for Amari Cooper. The only thing I'm worried about is like a DeAndre Hopkins coming in and signing with the Browns, which would really crush my dreams. But I am, I am pretty outrageously high on Amari Cooper. And I think I've have him drafted pretty much everywhere in every draft ever I've done this season. Yeah, Amari Cooper is so fascinating. He's my he's my wide receiver eleven, um, mostly because I think we do get a Deshaun Watson that returns to like close to what we've been used to form. Um, I think legitimately shake off some rust at the end of last year. You get a full season into like actually get in sync with these guys and not take twelve weeks off doing who knows what. Like it's going to take time for Deshaun Watson to get back to get used to football speed again. So yeah, I I don't I have Amari Cooper's my wide receiver eleven, and I was pretty shocked by that as well. I'm in a predicament, fellas. I was hoping Joe Burrow would fall to me, and then he slid quite a ways. I didn't think he'd actually make it to me, so I was targeting mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> now you got to because I want to go with the stack. <laughs> I, I, no matter what, I stack, and, yeah. and I'm set. I'm going to follow my rankings, though. Joe Burrow is my quarterback four. I think Lamar Ooh. Jackson could have the higher ceiling this year, given his rushing upside. Um, maybe you can call it a safer floor. But, like, there's no signs of this Cincinnati Bengals offense slowing down whatsoever. Like, Joe Burrow could take that leap this year where all of a sudden he becomes, you know, a a 40 passing touchdown quarterback like Patrick Mahomes was last year. Mm -hmm. Like, at at his best, Joe Burrow could have a 5,000-yard 40 touchdown season. Like, I don't think that's outrageous to say because Mm -hmm. of how high high power that offense is. And if Joe Mixon misses any time, you want to know whose hand the football is going to be in? Joe Burrow's. Mm -hmm. He's going to be making plays all the time. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and take uh, Joe Burrow there. And if this were a super flex, I'd be dreaming right now because Lamar Jackson fell all the way back to me. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, George Kittle, D.J. Moore, Terry McLaurin, Chris Godwin, Miles Sanders. Uh, back to me. I don't. I don't need another quarterback. I'm not going to take Lamar Jackson. Um, that being said, I'm going to take my running back 13 on the season, and that is James Conner. James Conner is my running back 13 on the season. Without Kyler Murray last year. Uh, he averaged 18 fantasy points per game. You go back and include 2021 in that stretch as well, where Kyler also missed three games. James Conner averaged 21 fantasy points per game without Kyler Murray. So not only are you are you getting probably, my guess, I have Kyler Murray started out for 13 games this year. So I have Kyler Murray missing the four games to start the season. You have four games without Kyler Murray, maybe less, maybe more, give or take a few games. DeAndre Hopkins isn't in town anymore. Where are those targets going to get funneled to? Some of them are going to fall into James Conner's lap. Uh, And that's been where he's been making a lot of his money has been in the receiving game the past two years. He might not be the most efficient guy on the ground, but he'll make up for it in the receiving game. So I'm absolutely thrilled to get James Conner there, to have Jamar Chase, Brees Hall, Mark Andrews, stack it with Joe Burrow and James Conner. Like I'm basically just shooting wide receivers the rest of this draft. Uh, and I'm totally fine taking shots on wide receivers because I have, oh, hello, a stud in Jamar Chase. For sure. Next pick, Lamar Jackson. Cameron, I know you want Lamar Jackson to yep. fall right to you there. You got bummed as soon as you saw he went. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after going Amari Cooper, you don't have two of your top 12 wide receivers, uh, a top 12 running back for you as well, the number one overall tight end in Travis Kelsey. What's your plan of attack here? I'm going to take my another top 12 running back in my rankings this late in the fifth round, that is Mr. Jameer Gibbs. I think that the Lions are going to pass the ball to Jameer Gibbs a ridiculous amount this season. 
I would be shocked if he doesn't see at least 80 targets. That's how much I think he'll see the ball. They took him 12th overall. Dan Campbell's already compared him to Alvin Kamara. Dan Campbell worked in New Orleans with Alvin Kamara, so he's seen how you know how that goes. They were giving DeAndre Swift five targets a game last season, and they didn't even like DeAndre Swift. So I just think when you draft a guy this high and you've said all these things and you've shown what you want to do in the past, he's going to get the targets. And not to mention Jameis Williams. Yeah, Wow, easy for me to say. Jamison Williams is going to miss six games no matter what. It's Amon Ra and nobody, I guess, maybe Sam Laporta, but Khalif Raymond and Josh Reynolds aren't going to get it done target-wise in Detroit. So I think Gibbs steps up here, and I'm I'm very hot and bothered by Jameer Gibbs this year. He has so much upside, man, and I'm going to bet on rookie running backs. I really am. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, he has a chance to be great this year. I don't know if it's going to come to fruition this year. I believe he's my running back 16. Um, Ty, I believe he's 14 for you, but, um, yeah, Jameer Gibbs could be something special this year. Uh, the former Jameer Gibbs for the Detroit Lions, DeAndre Swift, uh, he went next, Michael Pittman, who uh, I feel like I, I feel like I have to hit the drop. Uh, we, I, I, we learned this right before we started the podcast, uh, because we don't normally don't do a new segment anymore. We didn't get a chance to share this. Um, there is a report that, a Cowboys player or a Cowboys, a Colts player is is on the verge of being suspended for the entire 2023 NFL season. Uh, reported to be a wide receiver, reported to potentially be Michael Pittman. Um, so obviously sleeper is not taking that into account here during the draft. But uh, if you're a dynasty manager and you have Michael Pittman on your team, <laughs> Cameron, um, you all of a sudden might be in some deep doo-doo uh, with Michael Pittman Jr. That is not confirmed, but that is something to keep tabs on in the coming days. Uh, so again, DeAndre Swift, Michael Pittman, after Cameron went, Jameer Gibbs, Tyler, you got your three wide receivers. You got Tony Pollard. What's the plan of attack now? This one's really, really tough because there are four players <laughs> right at the top of the board that I am definitely looking at. Justin Fields, Christian Watson, Dallas Goddard, and Drake London. I mentioned to the fellows earlier today that I am starting to get a little hot and bothered by Drake London this year. Cam obviously mentioned that I'm a little bit higher on Chris Watson than some people are this year. But I look at Justin Fields and I look at Dallas Goddard and I say, I get a huge rushing upside with Justin Fields. And after Dallas Goddard, when it comes to tight ends, it just drops off a cliff and I really don't know what to do and I was hoping that my monologue would have helped me make my decision <laughs> I'm and surprised I, your decision wasn't I, I feel like your decision is made for you based off the board maybe man, that's just me I, oh, man I'm doing it I am going with the guy that I'm I'm bothered with right now. I'm going Drake London. I I, look Drake London last year didn't have like the greatest of seasons, but until Desmond Ritter came in, I, I should say it like this. When Desmond Ritter came in, it was a whole new Drake London. He saw 12 targets, 11 targets, nine targets, eight targets and eight targets in the five games that he played. That's a lot of upside that I like. And like I said, with with uh, with Chris Olave, I'm going to take a lot of sophomore wide receivers and kind of bet on the sophomore leap. And I think Chris Olave, Drake London, 
guys that have just that are just oozing talent are the more likely leaps and have two of those guys on my team i'm feeling pretty pretty good about that i'm gonna be honest i thought you would go dallas goddard there and bank on bank on fields or herbert falling to you for your quarterback position that that was my that was what i was thinking he was he was that close All all right that close Justin Fields, Cam Akers, Dallas Goddard, and Javante Williams on the turn. Christian Watson, Jerry Judy, and Ty. You'll make your next pick right after we take a quick break. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Now, we love Underdog. It is the easiest place to play best ball formats, and they even have their own form of player props called Pick'em. You can make up to 20 times your money on a single night by correlating props together. Two picks will triple your money, three will six times it, four will ten times it, and five plays that all hit will multiply your entry by 20. You can even place insurance on your picks too, so if only four of your five props hit, you still get ten times your entry. And if you use our code FELLOWS when signing up, Underdog is going to double your first deposit up to $100. Alrighty, we are back. As we went into the break, Ty is ready to make his pick after he selected Drake London. Uh, and Ty, there's a quarterback here that I think fell right into your lap. I- I'm surprised you didn't go Dallas Goddard last round because I thought this would be your. Sh- I thought this is exactly what would happen: is you would take Dallas Goddard there, and this quarterback would fall to you. But alas, you went Drake London, totally fine. Um, are you going to take the quarterback? I am like aimlessly teasing at this point. I feel like I kind of have to. <laughs> I've talked you into it, <laughs> but I'm just going to try this out because it's a mock draft and we, we oh. test things out. I have Chris Olave and I have Tyree kill and I have one of those quarterbacks, one of those teams is quarterbacks in my top 12, that being Tua, And I know that Tua is a little bit down the board a little bit. And I'm looking at running backs right now too. running backs fall off drastically uh, after the two guys that I'm looking at between David Montgomery and Rashad White. Um, so as much as Herbert is tempting, um, I kind of, I kind of played myself a little bit here because I could have taken, you know, I actually, I should, yeah, whatever it is, I am going to go running back here and I am going to go with, Rashad White. Ooh. Um, ah. I like Montgomery. I like his touchdown upside because he is going to walk into that Jamal Williams role. Um, but with Rashad White, you are getting like the the guy that has uh the most playmaking upside in this Buccaneers team because I don't know if you guys have seen the footage of Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield already in, in OTAs. It's not pretty. And it's, it's quite uh, concerning for those that have a Chris Godwin or a Mike Evans in, in dynasty. So I'm going to go with, with Rashad white because their offense may need to rely on Rashad white a ton this year in order to actually be some kind of, you know, positive unit because it doesn't look like that with Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. 
that shocks me that you would go running back there. At that point, I feel like you just punt and just go zero RB. Well, hero RB in it a little bit further, but to each their own. That's why we have our rankings. That is why we have mm-hmm. our projections. If you want to get your hands on our draft guide, make sure you do it. Down in the description of the audio podcast or YouTube video, you are listening to Justin Herbert did go off the board next. Then Alvin Kamara. Cameron, back to you. You've got a pretty balanced team thus far. Yep. Uh, where are you looking to go here? Are you looking to build depth at running back, wide receiver, eyeing any quarterbacks at this point? Where are you going? I am looking at Trevor Lawrence a little bit, but I am also looking at the board and seeing there's only one team that needs quarterback ahead of me. If I missed out on Trevor Lawrence, I wouldn't be too upset because the next quarterback on my board is Deshaun Watson, who goes a full two rounds later. So he might be a guy I target in the eighth round. Uh, so I think I'm going to pass on quarterback here. Uh, David Montgomery is the next guy on my list, but I'm not going to have two Detroit running backs. I'm not going to do that to myself. Yeah. Um, I don't think anybody should do that to themselves. I don't think anyone should have two Packer running backs. I don't think anybody should have two running backs on the same team, period. But so that, that brings me to pretty much just wide receiver. As I look at the board, Calvin Ridley, Mike Evans, Mike Williams. I don't really want any of those three right here. Um, I, I think I have Mike Williams highest. I actually take that back. I kind of do want Mike Williams. I really want Mike Williams. But yeah, you, you really um, want Mike Williams. I don't want Ridley. I don't want Evans. Deontay Johnson's there. I think he's safe. I think Tyler Lockett's safe. But I do kind of want to take the upside here because I feel like I do have two safe wide receivers already relatively. Obviously, AJ Brown will have more boom weeks. But as a whole, he's a safe word. I am going to take Mike Williams right there. Thanks for making my decision for me. You're welcome. Um, because I really don't want to have to make a decision based on that. <laughs> uh, because my, the, the player that I'm going to take here is, is pretty obvious. Calvin Ridley went off the board afterwards. Um, look, I'm going to keep taking the discount on this player while I can still get it. Um, like the Arizona Cardinals are going to be absolute trash this year. They're going to mm-hmm. be off. They're going to be throwing the ball a crap ton, though. Uh, so go ahead and give me Marquise Hollywood-Brown as my wide receiver, too, here. Um, look, he saw eight targets, at least... He saw at least eight-plus targets in all but three games while he was active last year. He was averaging 10.6 targets per game and 18.2 fancy points per game prior to his injury. He had a 23.7% target share, 32.3% air yard share, both were top 25. His 91% snap share, 95.6% route participation were both 12th best. And now D-Hop is gone. That's a steal. Yep. I'm getting the wide receiver one for the Arizona Cardinals in the sixth round. That is an absolute steal. For sure. We'll keep it moving. Mike Evans, Deontay Johnson, David Montgomery, Brandon IU, Christian Kirk, Darren Waller. Back to me now. Um, I'm kind of stuck in this situation. Um, I kind of, there's not a lot of names I honestly like on the board right now. I'd have to reach down a ways to go ahead and get guys that I want. And I think I'm going to kick the can on running back a little bit further. I'm going to go, I'm going to go down and, and take, um, one of my favorite guys. I'm absolutely in love with him. I I'm getting my, my hands on him wherever I draft him. I'm going to reach you down a ways. I'm going to take Jahan Dotson here. Uh, he is my wide receiver 30 right now. Um, so that <clears throat> bounces me out about perfectly at a wide receiver three. You look at the talent of last season from week 13 on, um, he averaged um, nearly an identical target share to Terry McLaurin. He averaged nearly an identical amount of air yards to Terry McLaurin. He averaged more yards per reception than Terry McLaurin. And he only scored, I believe it was 0.4 less fancy points per game than Terry McLaurin. 
So, so like in reality, in a lot of drafts, like I just got a two round discount on a guy mm-hmm. who I think probably could push to be Terry McLaurin esque this year. And you're looking at a potential sophomore leap. Uh, now you bring over Eric Miennemi as well, who worked with Patrick Mahomes in that Kansas City offense. I am not calling Sam Howell Patrick Mahomes. That is not what I am saying. But what I am saying is that Eric Bieniemy has learned from Andy Reid how to run an efficient offense and get the ball in the playmaker's hands. Jahan Dotson is a playmaker. Uh, they will find a way to get the ball into his hands. I, I like his value there. Tyler Lockett went off the board next. Cameron, back to you. I, I've been long-winded. I think we should probably keep it short, keep it keep it quick here. But uh, who are you looking at now? You've got A.J. Brown, Amari Cooper, Mike Williams as your wide receivers, Aaron Jones, Jameer Gibbs at running back, and Travis Kelsey. What's the move? So I liked I like Tra- Trevor Lawrence here, but I was looking at my rankings and I have him and Deshaun Watson about eight points apart this season. And for me, that's not a big enough gap to take Trevor Lawrence here, knowing that only two more. Oh, actually, there's three teams. Shoot, I miscalculated. I thought there was only two teams left that are on that turn that needed a quarterback, and I thought for sure I'd get Deshaun Watson back. But now I'm actually hesitating. Um. I love Traylon Burks. He's the guy that's making me hesitate on Trevor Lawrence. I really think Trevor Lawrence, Traylon Burks is going to take a big jump here, but I'm not going to risk missing out on quarterbacks. So noticing that there are three teams, if there was only two teams left around this turn that needed a quarterback, I would go Traylon Burks. Noticing there's three, I am going to take Trevor Lawrence here. Yeah, I think that's a smart pick. I think this is probably, if you wait as long on quarterback as you did here, this is probably mm-hmm. the range you want to take one because, yep. again, they fall off a cliff pretty quickly here. Isaiah Pacheco, Traylon Burks went off the board. Next tie back to you. Four wide receivers, two running backs. Slew of tight ends available on the board here. Are you looking at any of them or are you looking to build up some more depth? I was kind of looking at Evan Ingram if Trevor Lawrence made it back to me. Um, but you know, my decision was made for me. And um kind of glad because that would have been a tough s- spot to be in. I'm not necessarily looking wide receiver again. I've got four studs. Um, maybe I look at some running back depth and that's what's kind of calling out to me right now. It's kind of between James Cook and AJ Dillon right now. And it's going to be AJ Dillon for me. I like the upside that James Cook has this year kind of being the lead back. I know that Damian Harris is there, but I think the tough thing with James Cook is that he's not going to have really any goal line work between Josh Allen and Damian Harris there. So then you're kind of working on maybe some early down work, some receiving work, but he never really, no Bills running back ever had like substantial receiving work either. So I go A.J. Dillon because he's going to be the goal line threat. They're going to want to run the ball to kind of take the pressure off of Jordan Love. So I like A.J. Dillon there. And as my running back three, I feel a little bit better about my running backs after going three straight wide receivers, you know, five rounds earlier. <laughs> no, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Uh, James cook is a guy. I think I sneaky like this year because mm-hmm. I, I don't know who else is back there to challenge him for carries like nine Hines. Cool. Damian Harris. Damian Harris is there, but I think, uh, sorry. Yeah. And I should correct myself. I think he ends up getting a bulk of the, receiving work out, yeah. out of the passing game without mm-hmm. Devin Singletary um, because Devin Singletary could catch passes. Damian Harris does not do that. So no. um, yeah, I, I like, I like AJ Dillon there, but I, I you could have talked me to James cook too. Uh, speaking of which he went afterwards, George Pickens, Dak Prescott, Brian Robinson, Evan Ingram, Jamal Williams, Tyler, back to you building up that depth at running back. What's next? Uh, quarterback. And 
I, I see Pat Fryermuth, I see Dalton Schultz, I see David Njoku for tight ends. Um, but I need to get a quarterback here before they all go. And I don't know if it's necessarily going to be that they all go, but I don't trust sleeper bots in the slightest. <laughs> um, Deshaun Watson is also there. And I and we all know the, the upside that Deshaun Watson has. Um, I'm kind of worried about the slow start that he could have at the beginning of the season. So I look at the next quarterback and it's Tua. I have Tyree Kill. This is just, a, it makes too much sense to, you know, it makes too much sense to not go with Tua here. And so to get that stack, my quarterback, I think that's worthwhile. Yeah, I, I really do like Tua. Uh, my rankings don't show it. I can't figure out why for the life of me they don't. Um, I think my rankings are, are, are short-suiting Tua, Tua in some capacity because I have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle statted up for fairly similar lines to last year being a little less efficient. But, like, man, like, I, I still believe Tua could be an every-week starter in your lineup, especially with Tyreek Hill. So I, I really like that pick. Pat Fryermuth, Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas off the board next. Cameron, do you now... Uh, finally scooped up your quarterback. You've got a pretty balanced team up to this point. Uh, what are you looking at next? I will admit I am a little disappointed in myself. I, Ty had said earlier he was going to take Tua, so I should have known Deshaun oh. Watson was coming back to me um, if I let Trevor Lawrence slide there. However, I didn't. I took Trevor Lawrence. I'm not going to regret it. I'm considering running back here. There's two guys at running back I like, and I actually like Antonio Gibson, um, and I also like Rashad Penny, both for upside reasons. I think Penny could be an awesome running back this year if he can stay healthy. Uh, we've seen what he looks when he's on the field. He's amazing. There's no doubting that uh, his last whatever 10 games that he's been healthy have been awesome, but it's can he stay healthy? But I think I'm actually going to shoot just purely upside here. I'm going to go Vikings rookie Jordan Addison, just knowing that Adam Thielen last year ran the second most amount of routes in the NFL and just hoping that Jordan Addison fits right into that mold has Jefferson opposite him to kind of take away any pressure and really round out that wide receiving group. Yep. I love that. Um, if you didn't take Jordan Addison there and he made it back to me, that would have been my pick. Um, because yeah, I'm, I'd, I'd shoot purely upside there. Just like I'm purely going to shoot upside here with Jackson Smith and Jigba as my wide mm. receiver four. Um, like he, like I get, he's playing behind DK Metcalf and probably Tyler Lockett still as much as we don't want to admit it. Mm -hmm. Um, but at this point, the the wide receiver well is running dry. I can't wait much longer on wide receivers. So, um, you know, if I if I can just build a deep wide receiver core of Marquise Brown, Jahan Dotson, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, uh, and and a few other guys, I don't think I'm going to go running back or wide receiver again here. Um, I think I am going to go running. Uh, maybe I do go wide receiver though. Just really punt on running back. I I like enough wide receivers later where I think I can build my depth out later. Mm -hmm. Um. Based on recent reports, he's not going to make it back to me. I'm going to go take Alexander Madison here on the off chance Dalvin Cook does get cut. Um, again, at this point, I'm not super thrilled with any of the running back names. Like I looked at Antonio Gibson, he probably would have been the next game I next name I would have looked at. Samaje Pirine was another name. Um, just not guys I'm super thrilled with. But I'll go ahead and take the shot on Madison with with rumors continuing to pick up that Dalvin Cook uh, is going to get traded and or cut very 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 soon. Um, Nick Ericoano of uh, BDGE, he, he threw out a tweet. I couldn't tell if it was clickbait or not. It he said, uh, but it, I don't know. It, it felt clickbaity, but at the same time, like there's a lot of guys. It could like, be real, Jack, yeah. <laughs> right, it could be real. Like you get Jack yep. Settlement dropping, you know, Ravens news. Ravens yep. um, hints all the time. And I'm not, I don't, I don't doubt anything Jack Settlement says, but mm -hmm. 
Um, you know, it, it's just stuff like that where like Dalvin Cook, apparently he's a, he's agreed on an $11 million deal with the Jets. Um, all, all they're waiting for is for the Vikings to cut Dalvin Cook. So I like, I don't know what to make of that. Yeah. Uh, that being said, so I'm, I'm going to take the shot on Madison there, assuming he could potentially be the running back one for the Vikings. Cause then all of a sudden, you know, I've got three, you know, top 15 running backs on my team. And I'm absolutely thrilled. David and Joku next camera to you now, after taking the young rookie Jordan Addison, um, where are you looking to take your team? I'm going to go running back here and I'm between four guys really. And I'll just go through them super quick. Antonio Gibson reports again. Am I ready to get hurt by Gibson again? Um, yes. I Zach Charbonnet. I've actually been pretty high on Charbonnet in drafts. I think he's going to get a decent amount of touches. I think that he's, you know, going to see some goal line work. Um, Samaj P Ryan, you know, Javante Williams come back from big injury. Um, but I don't know how much I want to rely on injury for my you know running back three and then the last guy is damian harris there is a chance you know he gets all goal line work and buffalo other than josh allen and just sees a ton of touchdowns but i think i am going to go antonio gibson now that i've talked about it just keep my wider running backs reception dependent and just go all in on that so i'm going to go gibson here I realized I never read off um, the the turn here. It was Deshaun oh. Watson. After I went Jackson Smith and Jigbo, it was Deshaun Watson, Kadarius, Tony, Brandon Cooks, Khalil Herbert, Rashad Penny, Juju Smith-Schuster. Then I went Alexander Madison, excuse me. Then it was David Njoku. Cameron went Antonio Gibbs, which I think is a really good value at this point in the draft. Cordell Patterson, Kirk Chains, Kirk Cousins, uh, and Tyler, back to you now. Look, you still don't have a tight end on your team, and they're kind of going quickly. Um, are you in panic mode yet? Or are you going to wait a little bit longer? I think there's a few names down there that you actually like. I, I, I think I answered my, my question. Um, who are you going to draft Tyler? That's going to be my question because I already know who you're going to take at tight end next round. I'm going to build up my running back depth just a little bit more. Um, just kind of on the off chance that this Tampa offense is so crap and that AJ Dillon just doesn't get goal line carries and that it does go to Aaron Jones, or they do want to throw the ball more with Jordan love. Um, I'm going to go Samaji P Ryan here. I've got Samaji P Ryan as my running back 25 right now. And that's kind of banking on the, uh, the, the slow comeback that we see of Javante Williams after his injury last year. Um, and Samaji P Ryan really kind of in my projections is kind of the last of these running backs that gets some, uh, gets some decent carries, but then also has, enough receiving work to kind of separate himself from all those that don't have receiving work. So getting him as my running back four, I feel very, very happy about that. You are a very lucky, lucky boy because you are very lucky that Cole Komet went ahead of ADP. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan, uh, Gabe Davis, Daniel Jones, Jacoby Myers, Quentin Johnston, Zach Charbonnet, Cole Komet ahead of ADP. If you don't take your I'd guy like here, to. if you don't take your guy here, he's not making. Uh, I will promise you, he's not going to make it back to you. I will. Pro- yeah. I'll do it just in spite of you. I, you know, I could take you know Tyler Higby here just to you know. <laughs> Stop! Don't tease it out. Take Chig. I'm taking Chig. Take Chig. I, yeah, Chig is my tight end eight this year. Like, and it's solely because. Who else is there to catch passes? And it is still Derrick Henry's offense, but it is the Traylon Burks and Chiga Conquo show in terms of receiving work. Sometimes we overthink it, and, and it feels like we're doing that with Chig. 
there's there's literally nobody else there besides Burks, Chig, Henry, and Ty J Spears, if you so choose to include him there. That's easy to me, and that's a late-round steal in my book. One of the most predictive stats for tight end success is yards per route run, and Chig's yards per route run were absolutely nuts last year. I believe he was top two in yards per route run, so I absolutely I, – I love Chig. I'm all over Chig. If I punt on tight end, he's absolutely the guy – uh, I am going to go ahead and target if I'm, if I'm punting on tight end. Yeah. Like he, he's again, it's Chig and Traylon and Derrick Henry. There are no other receiving threats in that offense. So yeah, I, I, I like Chig at that value at this point, Damian Harris, Tyler Algier, Cameron back to you uh, rounding out that running back depth a little bit. Uh, three running backs, four wide receivers. How are you looking to build out your team? I'm going to add running back here. I'm going to go Devin Singletary. I think there is a non-zero chance him and Damian Pierce are pretty even split this season. And Damian Pierce has never proved that he could handle a full workload. College, he didn't. And then last year, he was injured um, for part of the season. So I am going to take Devin Singletary here, kind of just a shot. I mean, it's tough being a Texan, but I need the running back up. <laughs> yeah, the, at this point, you're throwing darts at running backs. Uh, yep. <clears throat> I definitely agree. Uh, Aaron Rodgers went next. This is a no-brainer for me. I'm taking Jerick McKinnon here, uh, pass-catching running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. I know Clyde's probably going to be back. I know Clyde's going to get some touches. But, I mean, if Jerick McKinnon is involved in any capacity with the receiving work like he was last year, they took out Juju Smith-Schuster. They replaced him with Rasheed Rice. That I don't think that's a one-for-one swap there. So I think McKinnon's still going to have a role in this offense. Uh, and so to give him, get him as my running back three or four here, um, I'm not too upset about that. Geno Smith, Alan Lazard, Zay Flowers, Elijah Mitchell, uh, Jameson Williams, excuse me, Tyler Higby on the turn then. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to reach down the board a little bit more, and I'm going to take uh, – let with these last two rounds, uh, let's just fly through them here. Uh, not too much explanation needed on any of these picks at this point. I'm going to go ahead and take my little itty-bitty baby boy, Devon Ooh. A-Chain, um, he, you, you thought I was going to snipe you uh, again. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing darts at, at running backs at this point after taking Alexander Madison. Um, if, if something happens to James Connor, my running backs are kind of screwed. So I'm just taking guys who I think can get me points at the highest probability of getting me points. Uh, and Devon a chain that Miami dolphins offense could be dynamite this year. So I'll go ahead and take Devon a chain. Zay Jones went afterwards, Cameron to you. This is an easy pick. I'm taking Rashad Bateman. Lamar keeps saying he's the wide receiver one to get a wide yep. receiver one in offense this late, especially that's going to throw the ball more. It's pretty awesome. So Bateman's an easy pick for me there. Yeah, that's a really good value on Rashad Bateman. I'm surprised there's that many wide receivers that are going ahead of him. Yep. Uh, Russell Wilson, Darnell Mooney, Tyler, over to you now. You finally got your tight end. Uh, how are you looking around at your team here in the final two rounds? Uh, I'm going to look wide receiver here because I still only have four and I want some kind of depth and I'm going to grab the wide receiver one on the Carolina Panthers this year in Adam Thielen. Yep. Um, who knows how much he's got left in the tank, but for late round shots in the dark, I like it. I think you mispronounced Terrace Marshall. <laughs> Can we stop with this Terrace? I, I, that's one I will never understand. He's been catching a ton of steam recently, and I can't figure out for the life of me why. He's got a good training camp film. Man, don't you love that? I, I hate OTAs, man. You know who else uh, has really good training camp film? Alan Robbins. Gabe Davis. Yeah, right. <laughs> literally everybody who ends up flopping. Uh, Odell Beckham, Tyler Boyd, Raheem Mostert, Elijah Moore, Don Kincaid, Jared Goff. Ty, with your last pick in the draft, who are you going with? Uh, I am going to go quarterback here because – 
You son of a gun. What are the chances that to let's I, I don't want to say that this will happen, but what if Tua gets hurt again? What if he picks up another concussion? Okay, right. Stop. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. What you want me to take Anthony Richardson? Oh no. I no, I that's not the that's not the name I thought you were gonna say. Because I'm not. I'm taking Kyler Murray. Yeah, <laughs> you son of you you take that back. <laughs> You son of a gun. That's, that's who, who I wanted. I, you weren't getting up. That's, that's who, we who all I was wanted. taking. <laughs> Look, I like I know who knows how long until Kyler comes back, but you know what you're gonna get with Kyler when he comes back. That's all the reason no. that I need. I'm sorry, my other oh I'm sorry. Did you have anything else you're gonna say? I just realized I got sniped. Oh, you wanted Rondale? Yeah, I wanted Rondale. You don't you want you don't want Rondale? Rondale? <laughs> Are you do you realize how many targets that man had without DeAndre Hopkins? Do you realize? I'm going to read off his target numbers to you because, because it is stupid how many targets Rondale Moore got without DeAndre Hopkins in the lineup last year. It was absolutely stupid. We need. I would know because sound. I rostered him, and then as soon as D-Hop came back, I traded Rondale for a first-round pick. Um, look, in games without Kyle, with games without DeAndre Hopkins last year, eight targets, ten targets. Two targets, eight targets, ten targets, thirteen targets. Then he got injured. What a scrub! I will, I will take, I would take all of those targets. I kind of want to just remove Team Seven's pick and just place it on myself because that's how much I, I really want Rondell Moore. Uh, Cameron, let's let's finish out this draft. Deontay Foreman, uh, Rondell Moore went next. Uh, you want a Kyler Murray? Uh, who are you gonna wrap out your draft with? I do think we need to clip the sound of you want to draft Rondell. <laughs> I think that would be a great great for our soundboard. Um. <laughs> I'm actually going to go down the board a little bit, and I'm going to take a guy who I sneaky think could be the second target in Dallas, and Michael Gallup. Now that he's back healthy, I think there is a chance there is a chance that he does overtake Brandon Cooks as a wide receiver two this season. I don't. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at this point in the draft. I don't like any of these wide receivers. I really liked Rondell Moore. <laughs> Now I don't like any of the wide receivers. Um, this sucks because I I don't want to I don't want to burn another pick on a tight end. I don't want to burn a pick on Anthony Richardson when I have Joe Burrow. Sam Howell stack. I'm just gonna reach down and Sam Howell stack. I'm just gonna reach down uh, and grab a guy who I can't understand why he's going this late when he was really freaking good at the end of last year. Isaiah Hodgins. I still think he's the wide receiver one in yep. uh, for the New York Giants. So again, after after waiting that long on Chase, I'm just going to take guys who I know can probably accumulate me points. And if I'm going to pick a New York Giants wide receiver, um, I have a lot of Wandale Robinson shares in best ball right now. Mm. That's mostly ADP. I'd like to follow it up with Isaiah Hodgins then too, just so I get two of those pass catchers and, and I at least have one of them hopefully go right. But I'll take Isaiah Hodgins. He's, he's my preferred two there. To wrap out the draft, Hunter Renfro, Zach Ertz, Gerald Everett. Fellas, let's quick recap our teams here to close out the episode. I had the 104. I went Jamar Chase, Brees Hall, Mark Andrews, Joe Burrow, James Conner, Marquise Hollywood, Brown, Jahan Dotson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Alexander Madison, Jarek McKinnon, Devon A. Chain, and Isaiah Hodgins. Camera from the 106. I had Travis Kelsey, AJ Brown, Aaron Jones, Amari Cooper, Jamar G- Jameer Gibbs. Wow, excuse Jamar me. Jamar Gibbs. <laughs> uh, Mike Williams, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Jordan Addison, 
um, Antonio Gibson, Devin Singletary, Rashad Bateman, and Michael Gallup. Tyler bringing us home at the 109. Started with Tyreek Hill, then followed that up with Tony Pollard. Three straight running or uh, three straight wide receivers after Tony Pollard and Chris Olave, Keenan Allen, and Drake London. Went Rashad White, AJ Dillon to build some running back depth. Grabbed my quarterback in Tua. After that, then Samaji Pirine, Chiga Conquo, Adam Thielen, and Kyler Murray to finish out my team. Jerk. I won that draft. I'm going to tell you that right now. Absolutely won that draft. I always think I do, and then the people hate my teams, and they're going to hate them because they won't like my running backs, but I think I won the draft. Well, see, that's the reason why I don't <laughs> think they're going to like my team is because, oh, Brees Hall coming off of an ACL. James Conner. They, they won't like any of our teams. <laughs> they won't like any of our teams because we don't have CMC and Saquon Barkley on our teams. Uh, uh We'll put our teams up on the socials. We'll let you all decide who had the best team. My guess is most of the comments are going to say these teams suck. Mm-hmm. Usually do. <laughs> I'm sorry you can't stack studs in <laughs> in the first four rounds of your drafts. You can't stack top five players in mm-hmm. the first four rounds. Um, we'll put them up on socials. We'll let you all decide who had the best team. Again, these were all based on our projections the 2023 fantasy football season if you want access to statted out projections on over 240 players you can purchase our draft guide down in the description of the audio podcast or youtube video you are listening to we're going to be dropping video reviews of 100 of the top 100 fantasy players where you're going to hear some some quick minute hitting thoughts from each of us uh we're going to be updating our, our rankings weekly you're going to get a new um fresh set of rankings weekly that we send out. Uh, we, we got a lot that we're excited for with this draft guide. So it's going to be well with your, well worth your investment. Uh, that is down in the description again of the audio podcast or YouTube video you are listening to. Can I also say you can get it for free if you sign up uh, and, and make a first time deposit on underdog fantasy with the promo code fellas. Uh, so not only will you get our draft guide for free, uh, you'll get it. You'll get a hundred dollar welcome bonus on top of that too, from underdog. Uh, they'll match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. So if you want it for free, you can go over to Underdog. Make a instead of paying the full ten dollars, you can go over there and deposit five bucks and get it for free. Like I'm not, I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's a loophole, but it, it, it's a loophole. Um, take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. Uh, sure. Anything you two want to add before we wrap out the episode? Uh, if you are doing best ball drafts on Underdog, you need to mock draft on Sleeper before you get into your home leagues because yes. the ADPs are very different, as you can see by this big board. Ty, anything you want to add? I agree with that. Um, no, I just schooled you fools in this mock draft, so can't wait for social media to prove that right for us. Please. Remember, remember last time you said that and how I smacked you in the voting? It was because I got sniped on Darren Waller. I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily fair. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason why. That's the reason why I got my sniped on Darren round Waller. Pick I wasn't who I wanted. <laughs> thanks for tuning in to another episode of the fantasy football fellas podcast make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel uh turn on those notifications so you know when new episodes are up dffl is on instagram ffl is on twitter fantasy football fellas on tiktok uh and hey check us out on facebook anybody still use facebook that listens are you kidding me apparently what are we up like four, four what are we at 300 in the last 24 hours yeah followers? we are our 3.85k right now up 2800 followers just started over there getting hot now getting hot over there so if you want more uh fancy football content over on facebook you can go follow us over there as well but for now thanks for tuning in to this episode of the fancy football fellas podcast we will be back later this week with our first divisional breakdown of the offseason 
AFC North. We'll see you then. Deuces. Deuces.